Snack Hair Against Production. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Uh, six Feet Under. Six Feet Under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, listening to another episode of Six Feet Under podcast, I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, everybody? What's going on? What's happening there? What's bragging? What's packing? What's packing? What's going down, Charlie fucking Brown? Hey, you, before you move on, I want to remind you of something. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast, man. If you could, if you could do that for me, great. If you can't, man, it's all right. But if you can't do that for me, I cannot deny you. I need you to do that, please. Because my ratings have not going up in a long time. Although I did recently get a rating. Shout outs to that lovely voice that you guys heard right before. Uh, me, Ma. Shout outs. That's my girl. I told you guys. That's my girl. Um, good peoples. Good people. She'll be on my show sometime soon. But yeah, man. Um, you guys got to rate the podcast. You got to subscribe to the podcast because I've been doing this thing for almost three years now. I think. Yeah, it's going on three years now. And I, man, I, y'all could need some money, man. I need some money, man. I need, I need, I need to move up in this world. I need you to do that. I need you to help me do that. I need you to help me do that by rating and subscribe my podcast. So I show off the analytics and I'd be like, yo, look at me, man. I'm able to draw a crowd. I'm able to do these things. I'm able to move up in the world, show people I can do the job. I can be the man for the job. I came in. So yeah, if you do that for your boy, I appreciate that. Um, again, I'm asking like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast. I know some of you guys were very, very short-minded, and you're like, what the hell did you ask me to do again? That's what I actually do. Anyways, welcome back to the Six Feet Podcast. It's my podcast. It's me. I am the Fafanaut host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. I'll say it once, I'll say it again, because success is the cousin to repetition, my friend. You know, we got to be repetitive around here. we got to say things over and over again. Over and over again. Uh, yeah, man, to get... To, to our point to get to where we want to be that's uh what practice is about but yeah man welcome back to six feet on the podcast daughter i appreciate you guys coming back it's been a minute since i have consistently been consistent on my bullshit and it's one of those things man that i had to come back and just sit down and talk to you guys about it's like listen man look at this man it's just it's it's you know what this, this is going to be an episode about life, man. We're just going to, have to talk about life, okay? And yes, uh, life. What is life like? What does life feel like? Life is a funny fucking feeling. Okay, this is what I'm going to tell you guys something. I'll tell you something, man. Life living in Los Angeles is fucking redundant. <laughs> it is just a big claustrophobia of like, of like, Phobia, my nigga, it isn't one of those things where I ever, ever put dubs on anything that I do in life. I just feel like coming to you guys and talking to you guys about living in Los Angeles, man. It's one of those funny things that I think a lot of people like either like very, very much aspire to feel and some people have felt and some people will never feel it's like this uh, overtaking feeling of living in a city, which is crazy because realistically, when you look at anything in life, Everything is what you make it. So it's like, if you feel like your city is the Los Angeles of the world, then your city is Los Angeles of the world. And if you feel like your city is the Los Angeles of the world, then maybe you should get the fuck out of that city. I think that's legitimately the best way I can place living in Southern California in general. 
Because one of the things that has overtaken me and overcame over me is just like my need to make sure that I'm always remaining who I am, but always remaining, moving forward. I think it's really crazy because getting it in Los Angeles or getting it in Southern California and getting it anywhere in the world is a feeling that we all should feel. And by getting it, I think many of us may need some help on this terminology. So allow me to um, uh, deduce or break down this terminology that is getting it in the world. It is your Uncle Puche. Look, man, dig this, dog. A lot of times in life, you don't know what the fuck's going on, bro. You have no idea what the fuck is going on. You have no idea where the fuck life is headed and how the fuck life's going to go for you. Most of the time, life is just one big ass curveball of random motherfucking events. It's like you're literally standing at the batter's bat, you know, the, the, the batter's deck. Sorry, I, don't, I didn't play baseball, bro. Let me stop front. Um, you're sitting at the batter's box, whatever. You got the baseball bat in your hand, and the motherfucker's just throwing balls at you. Literally, dog. Throwing motherfucking curveballs. Because let me tell you, son, a lot of these motherfuckers is going to be some strikeouts. But the thing is, you're going to have some home runs in this bitch. That's the crazy thing about life. Like early, young, you know, you. Hopefully you have some home runs, dog. If you go through your life as a young person, you ain't no motherfucking home runs. I'm not saying that it's sexual as a young person. I'm saying, yeah, because that's gross and I don't fuck with that euphoria show. Y'all nasty. Y'all watch your high schoolers have sex. That's nasty. That's nasty. I'm going to talk about that later, but that's nasty. But anyways, if you don't go through life with like early home runs, dog, and I mean that by like saying like having like good friends or like, you know, like having good memories as a kid, dog, like you don't have like good home runs. Life kind of gets even shittier on one hand, you either like are able to boss up and get out of those situations and all be the best one, you know, given to you for being out of your shitty situation. Or you kind of, like, flunk out, son, and shit gets, like, even worse, dog, and, like, your life just becomes shit. And that's not a control of anybody's, bro, because everybody's building warmer, different type of blessings, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully you're getting some home runs at the beginning of life. And that's crazy because those beginning home runs in life make you feel like that high, that sustain, that feeling, whatever that is, that's going to be forever. And that's when those home runs start to fizzle out. And those winds start to fizzle out or those feelings of euphoria start to fizzle out um, because childhood is damn near blinding, depending on how long of us, how long some of us are able to sit in it. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are not children very long, so we see the reality of situations and we have to grow up. Some of us see realities of situations like myself and choose want to run as far as away from them as possible because they don't want to deal with them. And they realize that you can't run away from your problems. You just can't. That was my problem. But those home runs we accomplish as children eventually diminish and we learn how to hit new home runs as adults, hopefully. Um, and we're just continually trying to get it. We're trying to get the home run. We're trying to get the W. We're trying to get it in this world. And that's what it is about, man. It's just getting it. Like, I like to think about things like this and take seconds like this and, like, reflections on things like this, on episodes like this, and just, you know, be very thankful. I look at my analytics in certain ways, man, and it's like, dog, I need to stop fucking, as someone would tell me, stop sleeping on myself and stop being in my own way because in the fixture of things, I do analytics and then I do a wild a wild amount of analytics. And then instead of accepting my, my blessings for what they are, 
and my my listens, my my uh, improvements for what they are. You know, I downplayed them and sabotaged myself in some idiotic way. It's, luckily, I find myself being stronger now, though. And um, you know, with situations when it comes down to potentially not, you know, I'm sorry, when it comes down to situations potentially in embogging myself down and keeping myself away from my success and the things I need to do, I find the importance in what I am and who I am. And instead of just running in circles and, and just trying to think of 10 million ways of how these things may go wrong or things may fuck up, I'm like, y'all know something, we got to keep pushing, we got to keep pushing. And it's crazy. That little bit of faith, that little bit of manifestation is exactly what I need each day just to get through my motherfucking day. And I know as an adult, that's nothing really to like write home about, but as a as a person who's trying to get his first home run, man, that's all I can write about. You feel me? I'm still trying to swing my bat, but at a certain pace, I'm still trying to catch my 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 footing in certain things and not get upset with myself and not be over, you know, over like too judgy with myself. It's crazy. Like this adulting yourself is a crazy feeling like like being kind to yourself is such a crazy feeling like reminding yourself that you are still worthy regardless of what you feel like you should have regardless of what you do have you're still worthy you're still worthy of those things and it's just like so fearful like i damn near scared myself off this mic you know pause that <laughs> no need to be so toxic my g <laughs> but no you know i I like, I guess I got scared. I don't know what I froze up about. Sometimes, you know, and that's the crazy thing about life. I don't know if you even know it. Like, are you being afraid? And it's like, yeah, man, like people are listening. It's like people were always listening to Pooch. Like more people are listening. And then that's when it reminds me that it's all really about the core, man. It's all really about the core. It doesn't really matter, like, who comes in afterwards you know, who comes, you know, who's the new entries, the new ears, the new earlobes. Like, it doesn't really matter, dog, because, like, I only need to focus on the core. You know, I I, I can't say I was a tad bit thrown off in my own head and overthinking because I am who I am, worrying about how do I, you know, how do I accrue more? How do I get more um fan base how do i get more people interested in things i'm trying to do outside my podcast you know i have you know interest in editing and graphic designings and things like that that i'm trying to sharpen my skills on i very i am very much uh a uh, inspired amateur i would say right now i'm not bad but the worst in the world obviously that's terrible but i'm not the greatest and see that's not good enough for me i need to be amongst the greats so it's like you know man i'm I'm not i'm not trying to not try it's just you just trying to make sure you're perfect at times for me but to get back to my point is the core the um the core is what i feel like is the most important when i think about just my overall view of who I am and what I am and how I continue to bring people in is just like, yeah, worried about the core because 
realistically, the new people are going to be new listeners, and there's always going to be a new wave of interest. You keep working, you're going to garner some attention. But it's always about those people that initially got you inspired that's going to keep you working, really. Like, I think every day, you know, it's a group of people I know in my head that I'm doing, you know, I'm doing this for myself, first and foremost. I love to do this. But it's like a group of people that I, I think of that I inspire. And like, I don't know if they know that they inspire me and I inspire them. Um, but we inspire each other. And it's, it's just a group of people, you know, that I'm near and dear, you know, to my heart that I'm just like, yo, I, I keep this drive about me because these people are this way and they inspire me, you know what I'm saying? And then it's just like also thinking to myself, like, if, I stay true to those who, and I don't know, it's, that's a weird say, way to say it out loud. Like, if I stay down with those who were down with me, then I only can rise. And that's like a catch-22 because I know that's not always the case because I have told you motherfuckers this before, cut off your day ones. You know, I personally had to do that before. You know what I'm saying? You got to cut off your day ones, man. And that's, that's no, like, if ands, and buts about it. Like, there's rarely anyone you'll find from day one. You know what I'm saying? But you will find people in your core. And your core a lot of times ain't your day ones. Cause if they were your core, you know what I'm saying? Then they would then you would already be creating whatever it is that you should be creating or you're in direction you should be going that direction. But they're not. They're your day ones. They're the people you were with when you initially found out what you wanted to do. And then you go out and find your core. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think I love about myself. And I love about my core people who, you know, who are considering my family members. I always told you, fam, it's not even about being actually related to me. I got people in my core that's not related to me. They're just main supporters, fam. You know, these folks just been down. They've been on my show for the most part. They always, you know, got your boy you know, spiritually back. And it's just a cool thing because I know with that these people got good hearts and I got good hearts and we just grow in good directions. And so that's how you always, you know, in my head, you like do good business by doing by being a good person first. And then you do you know, you do a good person and you get good business. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm a good person first, it's not always going to make me win because, you know, good is subjective. You know, some motherfuckers could have said I'll leave in some situations. But if I'm good and I'm a and I'm a decent person, you know, my core is a good, decent group. I always have the faith that I can grow. And that's why I think, like, as I bring this back full circle, as I welcome myself back, from uh, my little hiatus. That's why I think I don't stress about the time period of how soon should you be able to, uh, you know, how soon before you be where you living in Southern California and you're not doing anything. You live in Southern California, you're not famous. It's like weird because no one's asking me these questions, but it's like I'm thinking them in my head and it's like, wow, that's why I'm like, wow, you're such a fucking overthinker. But then I'm like, yeah, somebody's asking somebody that question. And then there it goes in my head, that competitive spirit, that overly intricate, like, judgmental 
um, compared to the spirit in my head that's telling me to do better, be better. And it's like, yeah, we're, we're doing what we need to do, man. Calm down. Do not do that to yourself. Do not stress yourself. Do not overthink yourself. Do not overwork yourself. Do not believe that you need to be the, you know, the best blah, blah, blah that anybody's seen right off the back. Because I got fear of mine as a kid. If I wasn't the best right off the back, I didn't want to do it. And it was like the dumbest shit in the world. Because my mother would always be like, but how are you going to be the best if you don't even try? And I just, you know, I was the best not trying motherfucker in the world. They weren't going to critique me. I wasn't going to fail in front of them because I would only do the things that I knew I could be good at. Ain't that something? Gosh, what a winner's mentality that must have been. <laughs> it wasn't, though. It wasn't a winner's mentality at all. But yeah, man, that's what I have to say, man. I have to say thank you for having me back. I know I welcomed myself back last week, but officially being back because I was looking at my listeners, man. I was listening to my, lis- looking at my listenership. Your uncle, man, he does a X amount of number, but they double that amount of number, you know, and doesn't know why. Don't know what episode it was that made you guys like it, um, but I just looked up and uh, yeah, man, your boy. And like double the listens. And I was like, hey, man, thank you all for that. Thank you all for the motherfuckers who came out and watched me at the comedy show, yo, two weeks ago. That shit was hilarious. Someone, um, I think I shared this shit. I'm not sure if I didn't. But, uh, yeah, no, I did share that last episode when my homie asked if I, um, if I made it to the second round of the comedy show. I said, no. And he knows I'm a Lakers fan. He said, neither is LeBron. So you guys are in the same boat this year, and he's one of the greats. Bro, that motherfuckers is hilarious. You ain't making it to the second round, and neither is LeBron, so you can still be one of the greats, pooch. Yeah, I got some of the wildest friends in the fucking world, bro. I love my fucking homies, bro. You motherfuckers are hilarious. That motherfucker ate me up. Crazy part the craziest part about that, too, in my in the back of my own head, I'm not going to front. It was, a, it was one of my male friends. One of my male friends named Kyle. This man's name is Kyle. He ate me to fucking shreds. Kyle, Kyle fucking tore me to shreds. Him and my buddy Devin are one of the funniest, or two of the funniest male men I've ever met in my life. Um, we were in a group chat with another buddy um, named Brandon. And uh, I've known those guys for a very long time. I was actually in Devin's wedding. Ooh, ooh. He's a really good man. That's a good man. They're all good men. Kyle, Devin, uh, Brandon. It's like my older friends. Like, it's like a weird situation where I'm like, I feel like I'd be sunning people, but then really, realistically, in the day I'm in the group chat where like these three other motherfuckers are like sunning me all damn day. It's like legitimately all I get in the group chat. It's like they, they like legitimately just sun me. Like they, like these friends are like the older friends. You, are you, has anybody else got these group of friends? I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent now, but. Does anybody else have these group of friends, like the older group of friends they're in a group chat with? And it's like, they're, they're like, they mean well, they're, they're not like dicks to you, but they are dicks to you. But it's not in a, like a disrespectful way. It's more in a, like a, you're like the young guy. So we're going to just stick it to you. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm 
feel like I'm being really weird saying it like that, but I hope you guys get what I'm trying to say. Like, it's like, we talk a lot of shit as far as, like, sports, because these motherfuckers is, like, married age. I think all these motherfuckers is down there married. Um, of course they are, because I'm, like, the youngest dude. I think, like, all of them are married. Anyways, I know two of them have kids. Anyways, uh, and, like, we talk about sports, and they usually all just light me the fuck up, like, when one of my sports teams loses, because I'm, like, always just, like, a... Well, I previously was, like, a shit talker. I'm like, yeah, like, that's why we blah, 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 you guys back in 88. We kicked your ass in 88. I'm just kidding. Nobody... I'm not the team... The two teams I like that didn't get anybody's asses in 88, first and foremost. I'm a Cowboys fan and a Titans fan. We'll get to that later. But anyways, man, yeah, these dudes and I, we just get in there. We just start talking shit to each other um, about sports. And it's hilarious because these dudes are, like, literally the quintessential, like, married guys who are just like, yeah, man, got the kids this weekend. Got the kid this weekend. Yeah, here's a picture of my daughter. Yeah, man, I love my wife. It's, like, actually a beautiful sight, man. It's, like, inspiring shit. It's, like, these motherfuckers inspire me to be, like, hey, pooch. You know, man? It's cool just being at home and not being in the streets. You know, you're you're safe here at home. <laughs> and so I chose uh, Monogamy Life because of uh, good inspiration from brothers like that. But, yeah, man, that's uh, I just wanted to just come back and and just make sure I remind myself of why I did this. You know, we got listeners in Saudi Arabia now. That's crazy. Um, Shouts to y'all. I ain't gonna hold you. Turkey and this bitch. You know, I was more so a ham man myself. But Turkey, y'all motherfuckers can do. Um, Who else is in this giant? Who, who the hell else? We got some old folks up in here. It was kind of weird. I was like, wow, y'all really out here fucking with your boy. Morocco, that's what's up. Cameroon, that's what's up. Bahrain, that's what's up. I don't even know if I said that correctly. Bulgaria. Oh, shit, Bulgaria. I don't know shit about Bulgaria, but I know that'd be like some, that'd be like some crazy KGB shit. You know what I'm saying? Like some spy movie shit. They'd be always going through Bulgaria and shit. Serious shit. I don't even know shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Syria, Syria, Iraq, be listening to my shit. And Iraq, y'all in Syria got the same type of looking flag. That shit crazy. Y'all must be like real close to each other, huh? I think y'all is. Because out in the Middle East, that's what's up. That's what's up, though, serious. That's what's up. I don't really know much about y'all either, though. But holla at your boy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Iran, I think we already talked to them. Um, Spain. Netherlands, Mexico, <laughs> the homies, Tunisia. Yeah, see, this is when we got into these countries. I didn't know where the hell, I didn't know where the hell some of these countries is at. Like, to Tunisia, I don't know. I, I don't know where the hell that is. Taiwan in this bitch, though. Chile, Kyrgyzstan. Uh, you know, honestly, not really sure what the fuck you guys are thinking listening to me. But that's what's up, India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colombia, Egypt, the motherland, Russia, oh man, y'all getting spicy out here, Brazil, Ireland, and back to go, Canada, the first homies out of the state to uh, holler at your boy. I remember a long time ago when someone told me that I was doing it big because I had listeners in Europe now, and I was like, yeah, man, thanks. 
And then they said, yeah, that girl in Canada is pretty cute, you know. And I said, what? He said, your listeners in Europe, the one in Canada, she cute. And I said, the listeners in Europe, the one in Canada, fam, the listeners in Europe, the one in Canada. Well, they have my name at the episode. My listeners in Europe, the ones from Canada. <laughs> oh, shit. Uncle Bouche is here to teach each one, teach one. Canada is not in Europe, ladies and gentlemen. It is not in Europe. It's not in Europe. Did you know Canada is not in Europe, ladies and gentlemen? Some people do not. Okay. That being said, remember that intelligence is only of the surrounding. It is not of the mindset. People cannot think intelligent if they are not surrounded by intelligence. So intelligence is of the surroundings. Listen to another episode of Six Trailer Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance. Uncle Puche. Like always, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please love it. Peace, kill it. You with us coming from me. You until next time. I am out. This is Sir Kerrigan.